Welcome to the Money Answer Show with host Jordan Goodman. Whether you are starting out, deep into your retirement, or somewhere in between, the Money Answer Show has the know-how to help you. Now here's your host, Jordan Goodman. Welcome to the Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman, uh, who is the CEO of Everplan, and also Joel Belfato, who is Managing Director at Massey Quick. Welcome both to both of you. Thank you so much for having us, Jordan. Let's start with a little bit of both of your backgrounds, uh, starting with Abby, and then what the founding of Everplan and how that all happened. Sure. Um, well, so Everplans is a platform that helps people essentially get together all of the most important information, documents, and wishes that their families need in one place in the event of an emergency. Um, it started as an idea about five years ago when I was planning my wedding and using all of the resources out there for um, brides-to-be, um, like the Knot.com and Martha Stewart's websites, um, and, and noticed that I was surrounded by um, a number of modern and sophisticated tools to help me. And I, I don't know why my brain went from marriage to end of life, but I started to think about what's next. And I don't know, maybe it was the whole till death do us part aspect. <laughs> uh, but I, I started thinking about what's next and what other resources are out there for people going through other life stages and um, what's going to guide me through the next phases of my life. And so I started looking, and of course I found plenty of websites um, for, for, for many life stages, having a new child, sending kids off to college, financial planning, even retirement planning. After retirement planning, the whole area started to evaporate. There didn't seem to be anything. And so um, my um, co-founder and I are uh, repeat technology entrepreneurs. We've built... Um, many consumer-facing um, online products before. And I, I said, you know, Adam, um, his name's Adam Seifer. I said, Adam, what if, what if we took everything we knew about building um, these big uh, consumer-facing products and, and put it towards this area that seems so left behind, end-of-life planning? And so that was the original idea. It was to create the first consumer brand online for end-of-life planning. Very good. And Joe, tell us, tell us a little bit about your background and what you do at Massey Quick. Sure, Jordan. I spent about 25 years working uh, on Wall Street with Merrill Lynch first and then HSBC on the institutional side of the business, actually. Uh, and uh, in 2007, as the financial crisis was unfolding, I decided to move into the wealth management space. And, and my reason for that really was to try to leverage the experience that I had over the years in the financial markets and apply it to, uh, to individuals and families and, and hopefully add some value. Uh, and also I was motivated by the fact that I was looking out the next 20 years and thinking about what I was going to do because I love to work and I love to be engaged and I thought that this would give me an opportunity uh, to extend my career and do something again where I could add some value and, and, and hopefully make a difference in, in people's lives. So I joined Massey Quick in 2007. The firm is about 11 years old and I am a managing partner at the firm with responsibility for overseeing our client. Uh, relationship management, advisory practice, uh, as well as helping to oversee running the firm on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, our firm is, is a multi-family office, and we work with endowments, foundations, and, and, and families. And so what role has Everplan played in your life, or, or the work that you do? 
So we had the uh, pleasure of meeting Abby and getting introduced to Everplans uh, a number of months ago as we were uh, researching and investigating ways that we could add value to our clients. And we have spent a lot of time, Jordan, on the planning side of the equation and recognized that, you know, while uh, we feel we do a reasonable job on the investment side, uh, the area we can add a lot of value to our clients is on the planning side. And as we began investigating opportunities to work with our clients on the planning side, we came across a number of different uh, platforms, one of which was Everplans. And um, as we began to research and learn more about it, we got very excited about the opportunity to integrate Everplans into our planning initiatives and efforts with our clients. Very good. So, Abby, you did a, a poll recently, a, a kind of a survey of the need and, and people's fears about dealing with a whole end-of-life planning situation. So I just want to go over some of the findings from that survey uh, so people get a sense before we get into the details about what involved in, uh, in end-of-life planning, what are people's perceptions about it. So the first part is you say that consumers lack confidence in making these end of plans. So tell me a little bit about that. Right. And the, you know, the, the results of two independent surveys that we did showed us that consumers are not confident in their current um, end-of-life planning. More than 27%, one-fourth of those responsible for making plans in case something happens to them said that they're not doing a good job or that they don't feel that they're doing a good job at planning for the unexpected. Um, the study also points towards um, a big gap in consumers' intent versus um, consumers' actions. 40% of consumers have seriously considered doing things like documenting their account details. However, only 22% of them have actually done so. And so the bottom line is that consumers recognize the importance um, of doing this planning. They also recognize the importance of seeking assistance in creating these formal end-of-life plans, but they just don't have the time or wherewithal to do what is needed. And while most feel it is important to talk about their wishes, they just don't end up taking the time or, or taking the trouble to put a plan in place. Um, but what we did find, which was great, was that more, to, more than 80% of those surveyed agreed that it is important to share their information across generations. And so Everplans gives people a secure online platform where they can organize, store, and securely share all of their legal, financial, healthcare, personal, and even digital estate planning um, in one place. Uh, and, and that's and that's the service that we provide today. And specifically, you said that 87% of parents feel it's important to discuss these topics with their children, yet most people don't. Why are people so, if they understand it's important, why are they not actually discussing this with their children? You know, it's something that we've been we've been studying um, for a number of years now. It's uh, th there's a number of reasons. Um, some people are afraid to talk about it. They think that if they bring it up with their kids that it's uh, it's going to scare the kids. The kids are going to think something's wrong with them. Um, when what we find is that when they actually do get up the courage to have the conversation, it's as if everybody in the room breathes a huge sigh of relief, and they're so glad that they did it. So let's specifically go into the gap of consumer intent versus action by the different kinds of end-of-life planning. So let's go into them one at a time. The first one is writing a will. What was the difference between what they said they're going to do and what they actually did. 
Oh, I'll have to I'll have to look up the. Well, I've got the numbers here. Actually, it was sixty nine percent. Right. So they're seriously considering doing it, but only thirty four percent doing it. So what is what's the problem of actually writing a will? It doesn't seem that difficult. Exactly. I think you know that that's what we think. Why aren't they doing it? If sixty nine percent have said that they want to do it, why are only thirty four percent doing it? We think it's because there is no. Um, simple way of, of getting it done, or at least the perception is, is that it's going to be very complicated. What we, you know, what people can do is they can, they don't, some people can write a will with their um, estate attorney. There's plenty of online resources that are helping people get that done. Um, what we're trying to do is make sure that um, those sort of misconceptions are taken out of the equation and people understand that it's actually not that difficult. I, I just, um, I, I just did a will. Um, I used an online service just to try it out a few weeks ago. It took me 10 minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah. And I, I didn't have to answer a lot of, a lot of questions. Um, you know, you can get a simple will done online. What we do say though, is if you have, you know, if you have a complicated estate, if you have, um, you know, m more than $5 million in, in assets, you do need to talk to an estate attorney. And I think that that, you know, just having to talk to different people and different advisors can be, can be overwhelming to people. Now there's a interesting, cause when people talk about insurance, that was pretty close. 52% said they're seriously considering doing it, but 50% actually said they're doing it. So for some reason, getting insurance seems to be less hard to do than writing a will. Exactly. We, we found that to be really interesting as well. Uh, the next one was the advanced directive. There, 51% were seriously considering doing it, and only 20%, 22% actually did it. What's what's the problem with that? I think it's it's the um, sort of the same answer that I gave for the will. I think people are they know it's important, um, but at the end of the day, they don't even really know what an advanced directive is. An advanced directive is a healthcare proxy and a living will. Um, again, you can do it with an attorney. You can do it online. There's free forms where you can um, you can do them. Everplans um, offers them in every in every single user's account. Um, we've gone ahead and upload uploaded every state's copy of your of your advanced directive forms. Um, again, I think people are afraid. They don't know what it is. Um, they're overwhelmed, and so we just think that that's a problem all across the board here even if you you know you you take a look at the next one which is written down account details 40% think it's important um, writing down account details like your utilities and your financials but only 22% have done them i mean it's the you know jordan it's the same thing across the board people know that this stuff is important and yet they're not taking the time to get it done what we think is it's because it's complicated it involves many different service providers you have to get you know an attorney to do a will or you do an online service you have to go to a financial advisor to get your financial plan done um, you you, you have to talk to potentially a doctor or a nurse if you if you want to ask questions about your advanced directive. Or at least these are the conceptions or misconceptions that people have. What we're trying to do is put all of these things in one place, help teach people every single thing that they need to do, and give them very clear guidance and, and, and the ability to do it all in one place. We think that that's part of the problem. Very good. We're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman. She's the CEO of Everplans, and we have Joe Belfado, who's managing partner at Massey Quick. We'll be back after this. We're all 
always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Leadership is a vital skill set in today's competitive global economy. Being a leader is not enough. To succeed, you must optimize your performance and know how to imbue others in your organization with leadership skills. Practical, actionable leadership insights are the focus of Leadership Development News, hosted each Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, by Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler on the Voice America Business Channel. Doctors Greenberg and Nadler, who coach global leaders on how to be most effective, will share their insights and contacts. The path to leadership excellence begins here. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman. She's the CEO at EverPlans and Joe Belfado, managing partner, partner at the money management firm of Massey Quick. Welcome back to both of you. Thank you. Abby, just tell us where people can find out more about EverPlans before we go into the further and what they can find at your website. EverPlans, you can find EverPlans at www.everplans.com. And um, again, it's a a website that helps people get together all of the most important documents, wishes, accounts um, that their families need in one place in case of an emergency. Um, and I should mention, Jordan, that you know we we do have um, a, a huge amount of content on our website. We've got about twenty five hundred articles on everything from how do you write a will to how do you name a power of attorney to uh, you know to to how do you think about writing um, uh, an advanced directive. Um, we 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 launched the site in March of two thousand fourteen, and it originally was um, a, a direct to user site where anybody could come and sign up and create their own plan, which we still have today. Um, but about seven months ago, which is why you know Joe is here so kindly, um, we launched um, an, a second um, version of our site, which is geared towards financial advisors. It's called Everplans Professional, and 
Um, in that case, um, Everplans is offered to clients through their financial advisor or a state attorney um, or CPA or insurance agent. So, Joe, how does that work from your point of view? Do you actually fill it in or you watch the client do it or how does it where you work through the professional side? We, we ask the client to do it, Jordan, but with that being said, we have found with some clients, just given their level of comfort with technology and, and again, just, the, you know, just the, the effort involved in terms of organizing everything, a lot of that, obviously, we have helped them put together. So it can go either way. It really depends on the client. Do you find that clients are reluctant to either pull all this information together or to put it onto a website they might not have heard about before? I wouldn't say that they're reluctant. I think to Abby's point, uh, intent and execution are really two different things. So I think they want to do it and they see the benefits uh, and they're enthusiastic about it. It's just a matter of getting them to actually do it. And you know, usually, again, it depends on the client, but uh, it takes some time to, in some cases, to get them there. And you know, in, in many cases, we're working with our clients now on both overall financial planning um, and then incorporating Everplans into that effort and that initiative. So, Abby, I wanted to go back to the survey a little bit and the gap between consumer intent, what they say they're going to do, and what they actually do. Uh, so another thing is to talk to their parents about their death. What's the gap there, and, and why do people not want to talk to their parents about death? Talk to their parents about death or talk to their children about death? Well, there's two separate ones, but let's start with the parents. Right. So... Um, let me find the parents one. Jordan, do you have that? I do. The 31% said they're seriously considering doing it, but only 25% actually do it. Right. And, and again, I mean, I think we, we hear this all the time here. So what we're, what we're finding is that children want to have these conversations with their parents, but they're afraid that if they bring it up with their parents, that their parents are going to think, you know, does, does my kid think I'm, I'm dying? Do they think, you know, something's wrong with me? Or, or the kid doesn't want to make it seem like they, they, they think that their parents are getting old. Um, when in reality, everybody really does want to have these conversations. And just because it's the responsible type of planning um, and, and responsible type of thing to be doing. And then there was another area, which is uh, writing down wishes for your funeral. Uh, the gap there was 30% think it's a good thing to do, and only 15% are actually doing it. So lots of people are not making any funeral plans at all. Is that what you're saying? Well, we're finding that it's becoming more of a trend um, that people are doing this type of planning. On our website, we were really surprised to find that it's the second most popular section on the site, uh, which is filling out funeral plans. People are planning their funerals down to, on our, on our website, you know, down to what songs they want sung, what officiants they want. Um, did they have funeral plans? If so, where are they? Um, do they have you know, documents related to any plans that they've made that they want their kids to have access to. And so we make that all available on our site for them to do really easily. So how does this actually work? Somebody says you have a model customer who fills all the stuff out. Are then they supposed to give their username and password to their lawyer and their kids and all so that when something happens they can access it or how does it actually work? So the way that it works is that people come to the site and depending on how much planning they've done, we take them through a short assessment. We find out um, what, what kinds of documents or plans do you already have in place? Do you have a will? Do you have life insurance? Do you have advanced directives? Um, 
and then et cetera. And if you, and then a little bit more about their family situation. How old are they? Do they have children? How old are the children? And then based on what you tell us, uh, we then, um, our, our system makes recommendations to you on what things you need to focus on first and then helps you bit by bit get that information into your plan. And then we make sure that you share the information with the people in your life who need to have access. And so, for example, if I go through and I say I have a will and I did it through um, uh, an online uh, legal forms company, let's just say LegalZoom, and um, I have the physical, I, I can... I can, and then, you know, I could say that I've, I have the physical copy in my desk drawer, but I've uploaded a scan of it into my EverPlan. And I have my advanced directive that I've uploaded into my EverPlan. And I have my uh, information on what social media accounts I have that I've put into my EverPlan. I can then go in and make sure that each and every section of my um, EverPlan is shared with the people in my life who need access. And if I want, I can pick and choose which pieces of information I share with different people. So I could say that my spouse gets access to every section of my plan, but I could name my you know, sister, um, we call them deputies. Deputies are the people who get access to the different pieces of information. And I could say my sister's also deputy, but she's only getting access to the section in the, uh, in, in the plan on my will because I've named her uh, as an executor, for example. And so I want her to definitely have, have access to that. Does that make sense? It does. And from Joe's point of view, do you want access to everything as the financial advisor? So if the person dies, you can uh, take over as executor. What access would you typically have as a financial advisor? We would like to have as much access as possible, Jordan, uh, so that we can help coordinate uh, where necessary. So not so much that we might take over, but that we can then interface with the other advisors, whether that be the trust and state's attorney, the accountant, uh, the insurance people, and ensure that there is a coordinated, seamless approach to addressing all that needs to be addressed uh, when you deal with this situation. So it really helps us a lot. Uh, the other thing I would I would just add, Jordan, is one of the great things about EverPlans is it does force conversations around legacy planning, which we think is just a really critical area. And if you want to address this later, we can do it later. But just getting people to think about their legacy and uh, how much information have they shared with their children? When do they want to share it with their children? What do they want to share with their children? These are all things that come up as you go through the EverPlan and think about uh, the dep you know, who you want to deputize for various parts of the uh, of the information. And actually, um, you know, we, we did this on purpose. So we built the site um, almost as, as a conversation starter. We have a lot of um, all of the, as I mentioned, we have all this great content. So we have articles and resources and guides, and they're not written in a typical way that you might expect a site to be talking about end-of-life planning to be written in. We actually hired the former editor-in-chief of all of Maxim's online properties to be our editor-in-chief, and that was done on purpose. We wanted to change the way that this topic was being talked about, uh, change the way that the that the topic was being worked on um, so that people weren't afraid, that they don't think of this as morbid, that they start having conversations. And so you look at the site and you read our articles and it looks more like BuzzFeed than it might like, uh, you know, what you might think of an end-of-life planning website. We're not end-of-life planning people here um, at our company. We're tech people. We're trying to take all of the, um, you know, great, modern, sophisticated tools um, that all other life stages are, are getting um, devoted to them online and putting it in this space. 
what are the costs involved to consumers or financial advisors for using your system? So on our, on our um, consumer platform, where anyone can sign up on their own, it costs $75 a year. And, um, and then we, we allow users to try it out um, for, for one month for free to get, uh, to get a sense for what they're getting into. And um, the advisor platform, the typical price point for an advisor is around $2,500 per advisor per year. And then the price points um, go up from there depending on uh, certain features and functionality that advisors want to add on to their system. So that was per advisor, no matter how many clients they have on it, it would be $2,500, you're saying? Well, it's we do cap it at 200 clients, and um, but for the most part, that is the entire book of business for that advisor. And then for the consumers, the $75 is no matter how much they use. If they use a small piece of it or all of it, it's all the same price. Essentially, yes. They can use all of the functionality. It costs $75 a year. It's an all-you-can-eat system, I guess you might say. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, there were two last things on the survey, creating a healthcare proxy. Uh, 28% said it was a good idea to do, and only 17% did. Why, why is there worries about healthcare proxies? Again, I think it's just people not having easy access to filling out healthcare proxy forms and, and also the fear associated with doing it. And so that's, that's again, what we're, trying to, what we're trying to take away is that fear. So we say all the time, Jordan, we don't think that this type of planning is morbid. We think of it as no different than buying a car seat for your new baby. When you're buying a car seat, you're not thinking about car accidents. You're thinking about being a responsible parent. And so we want to make this type of planning just as mundane as, as buying a car seat. And then the last one was actually the opposite of everything else. Uh, talking to your children about your death, 10% said it was a good idea, but 15% actually did it. So why is there such a discrepancy on talking to your children about death? You know, that was a funny one. I'm not sure why the numbers, um, why 10% say it's a good idea, but more more people are actually doing it than think it's a good idea. Right. I guess, doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I guess because people... Um, even if they don't think it's a a good idea, maybe they're they're they don't want to be doing it, but yet they're doing it anyways because maybe they're forced into it. Very good. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, this is Jordan Goodman of the Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman, uh, the CEO of Everplans. You can find out more about them at everplans.com, and also we have Joe Belfado, a managing partner at Massey Quick, which is a financial planning and wealth advisory firm that's using Everplans. We'll be back after this. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in government, the legal arena, and the business world impacts your business every day. And we're going to take you on a behind-the-scenes tour of it all. Each week, we'll bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers and leaders. Squire Patton Boggs will be your guide as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join us for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Channel each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman, CEO of EverPlans, and Joe Belfado, Managing Partner at Massey Quick. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank Let's you. go through the specific uh, things that people should be doing in end-of-life planning and kind of explain what they're about and why they're important to do. Uh, one would be advanced directives and so-called DNRs, do not resuscitate. Maybe explain what that is and why it's important to do it. Well, sure. So, and, and we think advanced directives are really important, um, although they're just one component of, of the plan. Um, advanced directives are made up of healthcare proxies and living will. Um, healthcare proxy is the person that you would name um, to uh, take care of you know, you in the event that you were incapacitated, somebody could act on your behalf. And a living will is, is you telling um, your healthcare proxy, essentially, and your physicians how you would want um, to, to be treated um, in the event that you could no longer make decisions for yourself. Um, DNR is a do not resuscitate order. Um, and so, you know, Jordan, though, we, we think that these plans are, are much broader than just advanced directives. And I think that that's typically what people think of when they think of end-of-life planning is advanced directives and DNRs. But we actually think that getting um, all of your important healthcare, legal, financial um, information in one place is really critical. And it goes beyond just that. Um, digital estate planning is becoming um, more and more important every single day. As um, as you know, people amass hundreds um, and hundreds of of online accounts that they're using, including social media profiles, bank accounts that they're that they're using online, um, my Amazon account that I'm on every single day. And we also have, in, in terms of Everplans, we have a whole section on after I'm gone, um, my life and legacy, where people can even leave behind information on um, thoughts about their life, um, about their family, notes and instructions, any special possessions and keepsakes that you may want to document things that are not necessarily included in a will, cherished family memories. Um, we even have a section on our site uh, that where you can leave behind your, your 
heirloom family recipes that you want to make sure get passed down from generation to generation. So we think it's it's really um, it, it's really a a broad array of things that um, you should be telling your family about. Oh, we have a whole section on pets. You know, how do you want your pets to be taken care of in the event that that you're no longer here anymore? And so that's not typically what people think of as as end of life planning, um, and and that's that's what we're trying to change. So let's talk about the DNRs and advanced directives specifically. So say somebody has a car accident and they're uh, you know in a coma or unconscious, and their kid is like a thousand miles away, you know, in a completely other state or something. The, the one who's the healthcare proxy. So how does that work? They log on, and they download it and fax it to the physician or the. I mean, how does this all work? if it actually has to go into effect. Right, so you know what, what, how it works is that people come to the site and they fill out their EverPlan and we walk them through step by step all the different things that they need to, that they need to put into the plan that I've mentioned. Um, and so for example, they, one of the things is, is their advanced directive. Um, they, they put in all the information and then they, they share that information with people in their life called deputies. We call them deputies. Deputies are people who, you, you, they could be your family members, they could be physicians, they could be financial advisors. Um, you pick and choose which pieces of information you share with each deputy. Once you've named a deputy, the deputy has access to that information. And in the event that something were to happen to you, your deputy would be able to log in um, to your uh, account. They would have access to the piece of information that you shared with them. They'd be able to uh, download the information, they'd be able to email the information, they would be able to get it to the right people at the right time. I see. Have you actually had this happen, Joe, where you've actually been called in to kind of uh, quarterback the whole situation, end of life, using all these documents? We are in the process of a situation now and have had a few situations uh, like this. So yes, we have been called in and frankly it's been challenging uh, because of the fact that the information is in so many different places. And I think again, that's, that's what's so exciting about what Abby is doing and whatever plans offers. So you think widely in the financial industry this is needed because a lot of people have all this information all over the place and this centralizes it and makes it easier, is that what you're saying? Absolutely, Jordan. I think it is so important and necessary. And again, while it requires some upfront work, the benefits are just, you know, when you think about what people are going through during these times, um, to have the ability to access this information in a seamless way uh, is, is huge because I think a lot of the stress comes from the fact that there is so much information that needs to be harnessed and it's so difficult to get your hands on it. And I, Jordan, I've, I've been in a situation uh, personally where um, my, my brother uh, was uh, killed in a car accident by an impaired 20-year-old driver. Um, and, you know, our family was left in a nightmare of a situation of having to track down documents, figure out what, what was needed, um, figure out what he would have wanted, figure out what he even had already done, any plans that he had already made. And it was, it was a disaster. Um, people are disorganized. They don't have everything in one place. And when the time does come, it's critical that your family has access to everything because a lot um, needs to get decided very quickly. It can be very expensive. If you don't know what people want, you're typically spending outrageous sums of money um, on things that they probably wouldn't have wanted to begin with. And um, it's just very stressful. And so what we're trying to do is just make it easier for people to get these plans uh, in place. So a lot of people don't have wills, right? They die in intestate. What happens? What is the downside of not having a will in a situation like that? 
Well, if if you don't have a will, um, then it you know goes it goes it, then then what your life gets decided by um, you know a judge, uh, and and that's not what you want to have happen, um, especially if you have children, right? If you have children, you need to make sure you are letting people know a who you want to be taking care of them, how you want them to be taken care of, um, how they're going to be taken care of, etc. But what we oh, go ahead. So uh, you, you don't have on your site everything you need to do a will directly. You might have to go to a NOLO press or a legal Zoom to do it. Is that correct? Or do you have everything you need on your site to actually do a will? So we have a lot of information and resources about what you might want to think about in filling out your will. And then we refer out to places where you might consider getting them done. So we'll let you know you should you know, always um, consider doing a will with an estate attorney if you can, um, just because people's lives are com complicated and complex and attorneys are the experts there. But there's plenty of wonderful online resources for people to get um, wills done. You know, LegalZoom, Rocket Lawyer, there's a new site called Willing. Um, there, there's, uh, there's plenty of resources that we steer you to. So if you go to those, then you just download it into your EverPlan. Is that the way it works? Once you've created it on LegalZoom or one of these places? Exactly. Do you recommend that, uh, Joe, is, is, uh, having people go to these online places, or do you think it's important to have an attorney do it kind of by hand? Jordan, I think it depends on your situation. Generally, the people that we deal with, there's a level of complexity involved uh, in, in their situation, and therefore we, we highly recommend that, that they have a professional to work with. But I do think it depends if you're, you know, if you're just, uh, if you're in the sort of emerging wealth category or next-gen category and you just, you know, started your career and you don't have uh, children yet, uh, you may not be married, you know, your life is a lot simpler, uh, I think you can take a more simpler approach. But the clients we deal do require, I, I would say, we, we require and work with professionals. So an, another thing, Abby, is insurance policies. Now, should you send your insurance policies to Everplan or you fax them or you scan them in? What, what actually happens with insurance policies? So with insurance policies, we take you through a series of, of questions. First, we find out which insurance policies you already have. And then, you know, do you have life insurance, et cetera? Um, what type of life insurance? What uh, insurance company do you have insurance with? What type of policy is it? We ask you things like what policy number do you have? What's the policy start date? What's the expiration date? Who are the beneficiaries, et cetera? Um, and are there any notes and instructions? And then we ask you if you have a, um, an actual document, um, which you should, that you should upload it directly into the plan itself so that you know, when the time does come and your family's having to track down everything, they can just easily go in and, and have everything in one place. But you don't play the role of actually, for example, notifying the insurance company somebody's died and triggering the death benefit. You don't get involved in that kind of thing at all. Is that correct? Not right now. We don't, know. I mean, is that a service that you would be providing, Joe, as a, or the financial planner would get involved in actually implementing all these uh, documents? We would, first of all, uh, Jordan, when we start working with a client, we 
uh, gather those documents and we'll typically do some analysis. You know, let's talk about insurance specifically. We would do an analysis of their insurance and try to understand, you know, first what they have. And obviously, if they're already set up in Everplans, it makes it a heck of a lot easier, right? Because it's right there for us. But, you know, do they have the right types of insurance? Again, as people uh, go through their lives, um, you find that people may have bought a policy here, they bought a different policy at a different point in time, they have multiple carriers, multiple policies. You know, sometimes taking a step back and analyzing all that from a holistic perspective is very helpful. And to your point, if an event occurs, yes, we would want to be there to interface and help with uh, contacting the appropriate people, whether we would actually be calling the insurance company ourselves or, you know, that would be done by another professional or, or, or part of the team we work with, you know, to be determined. Another thing, Abby, you say there's all the important accounts and passwords. Uh, this is like account numbers and passwords. Uh, on all kinds of things. So what, what are some things that you would put in there that, that people would need if, if you died to kind of get your life together? Afterwards? I was just talking about this with a colleague of mine today. Um, you know, if, if in, in the event of an emergency, what are the top five accounts that I would need my spouse to know? Um, and, you know, it would be uh, my, my primary email account, my work email account. I use a password manager for all of my passwords. I have a work password manager. I have a personal password manager. So making sure that he had access to both password managers, all of my passwords are in those password managers, um, including my social media accounts, um, my shopping and e-commerce accounts, my payment, money management accounts, et cetera. Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's those types of accounts that people need to, to be aware of. Also, I do online banking and, you know, as many many people do. Um, so making sure that, um, you know, people in the event of an emergency know, you know, even if you don't want to leave which, which, you know, passwords you have to which online bank accounts, um, you, you just leaving the breadcrumbs as to which accounts you even use is really important for people. Very good. All right, we're going to take a break. This is Jordan Goodman of The Money Answer Show. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman, CEO of Everplans, and Joe Belfato, managing partner at Massey Quick, a wealth management firm that uses Everplans. We'll be back after this. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. What if every day was a good day for business? Because every decision you made was the best choice. What if you could receive regular input from credible sources and could acquire all the precise information you need exactly when you need it so you can make the right decision every single time? Because There's More challenges you to make better decisions. Join Laura Ellis every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, and 2 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Business Channel and learn how to think differently for better decisions, better business. 
Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You've been listening to The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman. If you have a question for Jordan or his guest, please call us now at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to Jordan. Welcome back to The Money Answer Show. This is Jordan Goodman, your host. My guests this hour are Abby Schneiderman, CEO at Everplans, and Joe Belfato, uh, Managing Director at Massey Quick. Welcome back to the show, both, both of you. Thank you. So another, another area are... Um, uh, final wishes and funeral preferences. So what are some of the things uh, that you should do and why is that important to get in there as opposed to somebody dying and people have no idea? This is like you pick your funeral home, your cemetery plot. What are some of the things involved in that? Well, yeah, exactly. So you can, you know, you can, first of all, you can write your own obituary. Um, you can talk about your service. So what type of service do you want? Do you want a traditional service? Do you want something less formal? Do you want no service at all? Where would you like your funeral or memorial service to be held? Do you want it at a funeral home? Do you want it at a chapel? Um, Do you want it at a religious uh, place of worship? Do you want it at your home? Um, People don't realize that there's lots of choices that they have, um, and they can start thinking about it. And what we find is that this is actually one of the most popular sections on our entire site, um, you can talk about, you know, do you want do, your funeral service down to what types of events do you want? Do you want to have a viewing before your funeral? Do you want to have a wake? Um, do you want to be buried? Do you want to be cremated? Who do you want to be the officiants? Um, do you want a funeral director? Do you want one of your friends? Um, et cetera. You can even talk about who you want to say something at your funeral. Um, what readings and prayers you want. What songs and music you want. Um, have you made any plans? Do you have a plot? Uh, if so, where is it? Um, you know, all of these things are, I, I was talking to my mom a few months ago, and I said, Mom, you better pick out where you, you know, if you, if you want to be buried, if you want to be cremated, you need to let me know, because I do not want to be making that decision for you after I find out if, you know, God forbid, when you die. So, um, and, and, you know, pe- everybody dies. So we will have to face these things, and you definitely don't want to be having to think about them when you're, when you're, you know, when you're out of your mind and sad and, and in a fog after somebody has passed away. I can say this would be very difficult for people to do all this, though, to make all these things. I mean, it's totally logical, but to pick the songs and how you want to be cremated and where you're going to be buried, I mean, this is something people like to avoid and not deal with all the level of detail you're talking about. We're trying to make it a little bit more, <laughs> I don't want to say fun, but we're trying to make it a little bit more approachable to do, and we're doing it in a way that I think is pretty unique. And so I think that's one of the reasons why we're having so much success. You know, to, to, our, to date, um, you know, we get about 225,000 people every month who come to our website from every country in the world each month. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, um, and then, you know, we've had thousands, tens of thousands of people who have created plans on our site. And again, the funeral, um, the funeral and, and burial sections are, are the second most popular sections on our entire site. So it's pretty interesting. And then, uh, is this and, translated to many languages as well around the world? Not, not yet. It's not, although we get the request all the time. Uh huh. And then do you work with like funeral directors and all, all the people who are kind of in the end of life world? Uh, doctors and hospitals, they all know about you at this point? We don't work directly with funeral directors. Um, we, the, you know, the group that we're working with right now directly is with financial advisors and state attorneys who are offering the platform to their clients. In the event that somebody does not have 
um, a, um, you know, a, a piece of information, whether it's a will or their funeral plans or their um, life insurance, we then direct them to resources where they can get those things done. Another area is uh, healthcare and medical information. So how much should you keep that up to date? Do you have put x-rays on there or medical records? What kind of medical and health records can you put on? Um, so, well, the, the site, um, you know, allows you to put in things like your, what type of health insurance do you have? Um, your, what doctors do you have? Do you have any special allergies or um, uh, medications um, that you need? your deputies, your family members, or anybody to uh, have in the event of an emergency, any medical documents that you want. So if you did have x-rays or dental records or any medical history documentation that you do think is important to leave behind, you can do that. We allow you to upload scans or photos of that in here. Um, and and then, you know, any, any Ill illnesses that, you know, emergency contacts need to be aware of. Um, and, and the site is HIPAA compliant. Yeah, so I've often heard that you're supposed to keep copies of things like in the glove compartment of your car. So if you get into a car accident, people search your car to see if they've got any of this kind of stuff. So how would you put something like that in your car? You, you give them your username and password so medical people can get in there? In the future, Jordan, we may have the ability for people to have, um, you know, uh, QR codes available, maybe even a bracelet or something where... Uh, that you could keep in, in the glove compartment of, of your car in the event of an emergency where somebody would be able to access the information um, if, if you were to make it publicly available. Right now, all the information in your plan is only available to people who you give specific access to. Yeah. And Joe, on, on the financial side, what kind of financial records should people be keeping inside their EverPlan? The, the site is very detailed, Jordan, in terms of the amount of information. So I think ideally, um, all of your accounts would be critical. So whether that be checking savings, you know, any retirement accounts that you have, pension, pension accounts, any stock options, uh, et cetera, would, would be at least a good beginning. Uh, but, but again, ideally, I think you'd want to have all of you'd, – you'd really want to have your whole balance sheet in effect – on Everplan, so really all of your assets, your real estate, you know, your valuables, et cetera. Um, I think you'd want to have it all on there, as well as any liabilities you have. How, how do you update this kind of thing? Say you were, you bought a house, you sold a house, you bought something. It's very easy to do. You just go on the site and you click, and and you know, obviously, I have. Uh, gone on the site and I'm working on my plan and um, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent there yet but uh, but I'm getting close and yeah it's very easy to use and to work with so okay let's talk about state specific because there are a lot of different state laws uh, tax laws state planning laws how does one know you know what's the right amount in each different state Abby uh, the right amount of what, Jordan? Well, each state has different laws, right? Whether it be estate tax laws and so on, uh, different wills and estate planning laws. Right. So we have, um, in terms of state by state, we have a lot of state by state resources on the site. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things uh, on, the, on the content site that we have are state by state resources on things like advanced directive forms, state by state digital estate laws, state by state organ donation registries, um, probate, etc. So on the site, um, we, we have a whole section where you can click on which state you're from and then find out which laws um, in, that, in that state apply you know, to you around whichever topic 
topic you're working on. In the, um, as I mentioned on the advanced directives, um, we have gone ahead and uploaded each state's copy of the advanced directive form, so the healthcare proxy forms, the living will forms, directly into each user's account, and. Um, and then when you uh, when you when you want, you can download them. You can fill them out, and we explain to you based on your state's laws how you need to, for example, get them witnessed in your state um, in order to make them valid. And then we prompt you to get uh, that information back into your plan. Yes, so that's what I mean. Because there are a lot of different states, but it sounds like you've already got it all loaded on there. Oh yeah, in indeed. Okay, so another thing would be powers of attorney, both healthcare but other powers of attorney as well. What are some of the things you need to do to put on the Ever Plan there? So for power of attorney, um, you know, we allow you to name who, uh, who did you name as a power of attorney. You can add their contact directly in here. We ask that you upload a scan um, of uh, any P POA, power of attorney documents that you have directly into your account. We ask you to tell, you know, your deputies where do you keep the signed and notarized document? When was it last updated? Uh, what type of power of attorney did you create? Was it, you know, a durable power of attorney, a non-durable power of attorney, a springing power of attorney, um, et cetera? And then how did you create it? Was it with an attorney or an online legal service? Just because that information is important for, you know, the people left behind to know. And then yeah. you can leave any notes and instructions. So we have about a minute to go. Just kind of briefly summarize what difference it's going to make in people's lives and after their lives to have something with Ever Plan as opposed to not doing something like this. So, Jordan, why don't I take that? I think sure. as, as, we, as we mentioned along the way, I think the, uh, the ability to access all of your information, uh, not only uh, in one place, is very powerful. And again, I think it's a real, in, in times of stress, uh, it's, it's just one less thing that you want to be thinking and worrying about. And I think it's, it's really powerful, again, if you, can, if you can have it all in one place. I also think, you know, we're working with um, our clients next gen. And, you know, there's a big opportunity to work with our, our clients' kids um, and, and really develop relationships with them. And Everplans, you know, given their, uh, their comfort with technology and just the way they operate, it's, it's an ideal uh, site and it's an ideal way uh, for us to get to know them and to work with them too. So Very good. Very good. Well, thank you both. I appreciate it. My guests this hour have been Abby Schneiderman, CEO at Everplans, and uh, Joel Belfato, Managing Director at Massey Quick, who's been using it. You can find out more about what they offer at everplans.com. Thanks very much, both of you, for being on The Money Answer Show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. Thank you, Abby and Joe. We'll be back next week with another edition of The Money Answer Show. Goodbye for now. Thank you for joining Jordan Goodman and The Money Answer Show. If you have a question for Jordan, please visit his website at www.moneyanswers.com. And be sure to tune in every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time right here on Voice America Business. See you next week.